In today's special episode, we're going to talk about all the latest news about what's going on with the coronavirus and how it affects Amazon sellers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, organic, unscripted, unrehearsed conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And speaking of serious, these are kind of serious times. That's why I wanted to make this special episode that's, you know, kind of has to do with the coronavirus and the kind of things that, that we're seeing around. I see a lot of fear and anxiety out there amongst Amazon sellers. So just wanted to kind of address some of these concerns and talk about some of the things that have been happening, because I know a lot of you guys are are perhaps, you know, wondering the same things that I've been seeing in the Facebook groups and, and places like that. So let's get into it. First of all, is this the end of the world? Yes, this is a tough time. But as far as figuratively for Amazon sellers, the answer is emphatically no. In fact, in my opinion, this is one of the most exciting times. You know, it's it's kind of tough to use the word exciting in this kind of in this kind of climate. But when I when I say exciting, I'm talking about the potential of e-commerce just in general. I mean, for example, just yesterday in California, the governor put the whole state almost on lockdown. You know, like unless you're at an essential business, you've got to stay home. Well, how are these people going to order their necessities? It's going to be online. You know, like in the past, e-commerce has has only you know, been what, five, 10% or so of retail purchases in, in the United States. How is that going to increase now with all the shopping malls and retail stores and everything closed? I mean, it is not going to be 10% anymore. It's going to be 50% or even more in some, some places. So, so it's exciting not to think about the coronavirus, but it's exciting to think about where, you know, e-commerce and especially selling on Amazon is going to be going over the next few months and, and, Possibly we're going to see some repercussions that might last even after this whole thing, you know, ends. The other reason why I don't think it's the, the figurative end of the world is that, you know, right now, Amazon and selling on Amazon, selling on websites is one of the, the few things that has not been, you know, hit hard. It's not been hit hard yet. You know, a lot of people are seeing a huge upticks in sales. Now, here's the thing. Is that across the board? Of course not. I know some of you guys are suffering out there. Like, you know, you guys know how I talk about neck pillows sometimes, right? The airplane neck pillows. You really think people are buying that? I, I look at one of those top sellers of airplane neck pillows, the ones that were selling, you know, usually 400 to 500 a day. Those in the last few days have gone down to less than 50 a day. I mean, yeah. So if you're in the, if you're selling things online or offline that are in the travel industry or, or things that, you know, are going to just guess going to see a big reduction. Yeah. You might be suffering now, but the, the majority of products out there are going to see increases and some are just ridiculous. Now, you know, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, alcohol, things like that. You know, you can't really jump on that bandwagon and, and make a whole bunch of money right now. If you had somehow gotten into the toilet paper game or hand sanitizer game back in December, you would be just like completely crushing it right now on Amazon. It's too late to get into that. And especially, you know, Amazon is restricting a lot of new sellers because of, you know, for those items, because people are doing price gouging, which of course it should never be done, especially not during a crisis. But there's just other random categories that have really gone up. Like elderberry, like that helps the immune system, I guess. Zinc lozenges that nobody was searching for. You know, like it had like 7,000 searches back in December of last year. And it skyrocketed to like three, 400,000 searches going from February to March. So 
things like this are are going to are going to happen when there's crises like this because new trends happen. Remember Brock Johnson, who we had on the Series Sellers podcast last year. Remember how he made six million dollars in only a few months? Well, it was because of the solar eclipse. All right, so he saw something. He saw the need beforehand, and so he went all in and he ordered some really high quality glasses, you know, to protect from the sun for the eclipse. And, and he just made a killing on it. He wasn't price gouging, but he was hit something at the right time. It's why it's important to study the trends. So, so, you know, I know there are some sellers in December who saw what was going on in China and they're like, Hey, if this thing hits the United States, you know, there could be big increases in hand sanitizer and some of these other products. And now they made tons of money off of that. And not only that, it's not just always about making money, but imagine the feeling that you have knowing that, you know, you supplied how many thousands of people with something that they might not have been able to get, such as masks or hand sanitizers. So that's why it's very important to kind of stay up to date with a lot of, you know, the current things that are happening in the news and, and try and anticipate these wild swings sometimes in in buyer behavior, in buyer demand. And if you can play your cards right, you're going to be able to have a product that is in high demand and you don't, and when that's the case, you don't have to price gouge. Again, don't price gouge guys. That's actually against the law. Don't take advantage of a bad situation and try and, you know, overcharge and rip people off. No, when you have the right product at the right time, you don't even have to do that. You're going to do just fine by selling at a reasonable price. Now let's talk about some more uh, about these things that are going on. First of all, with a lot more people sheltering in place and staying at home, especially those of you guys who who have other jobs, you know, you might be wondering what to do with your time. Well, if you're already selling on Amazon, now is the time to just like double down and really go back into your listing optimization, make do some more keyword research, do some market research. Just one little thing could result in a lot of money. You know, I gave an example at one of my talks a couple of weeks ago when I was in San Francisco about how this case study I was doing for a hemp hemp cream. What I did was I noticed that their sales were really down. You know, they used to sell like 30, 40 units a day about a year and a half ago. And then towards the end of last year, it went down to like seven, eight units a day that they were selling, even down to five. And when I examined it, I just I just took a look at the the niche. I, I typed in like hemp pain cream. And what I noticed, and you guys can do this right now if you guys search on Amazon, what I noticed is that Thousands and thousands of milligrams of hemp supposedly all of a sudden are in these products. So if you look at hemp pain cream, you see all these little bottles that says 30,000 milligrams of hemp and 10,000 milligrams and all these ridiculous things that, that first of all, is just absolute bunch of my initials, which is BS, but it's just ridiculous. It's false advertising. I don't know why Amazon allows it, but psychologically, somebody who is uh, looking for hemp pain cream and they see these high milligram numbers, you know, what do you think they think? They, they must think, oh, the bigger the number, the better. Now, my friend's product, who I was doing the case study on, they had only 300 milligrams of hemp uh, advertised on the bottle. All right. Now that's an accurate statement. And, you know, the higher the hemp, it doesn't, even if it was true, which it's not that the, what these other people are advertising, it's not going to give you an added benefit. So, in theory, you know, the product didn't change, you know, the content of the product, how, how well the product works, it did not change, but why did their sales go down? Well, it definitely seemed like to me, at least it was because of this new advertising thing where everybody seems to have 20,000 milligrams, you know, advertising, they only have 300. So just to test that, I took a look at brand analytics from like back in the day when this, when my friend's hemp pain cream was, was selling, you know, really high. 
you know, 30, 40, 50 units a day, who were the ones who were getting most of the sales other than them? Sure enough, the top sellers in those times were other ones that only had like 200, 300 milligrams of hemp, you know, just like my friend's product did. So that kind of validated what my my hypothesis that sales were down because of just the advertising. So what I did, I just went in and put new images. I took off where it said 300 milligrams in the title and I showed the pictures that didn't have that 300 milligrams displayed so blatantly, right? And I just updated a couple other pictures I thought that seemed a little bit dated, you know? And what I did a split test on it, all right? So I took the, the week of sales before I made that change and it was selling an average of about like six, seven units a day. And then I took a week after I made that change. By the way, sometimes changes take some time to, to process in Amazon. Like I updated the pictures and the title and for a few days, it didn't update. And I forgot about it until like a few days later, I went on the page. And I was like, oh, there it is right there. It, it updated. But I was like, oh, how do I do my split test when I'm not sure when the pictures got updated and when the title got updated? And I remembered I had my Helium 10 alerts activated and the Helium 10 alerts showed me exactly what time and day my images were updated. So I was able to do an accurate split test by any means. I took the week before and I took the week after everything changed. And there was about a two to three unit per day increase. All right. Now that is not that much. You might think, hey, that's $29 per unit. And now they're making, you know, two or three more a day. But if you add that up over a year, we are talking tens of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars that my friend got because I updated the image and the title just because of what had changed with the market. So guys, sometimes it might be, my point is, a small thing that your product or your listing is missing, like a keyword here or there, a different image, maybe a different kind of a PPC that you're adding. These little things add up. You get something that gets you one sale a day, two sales a day, three sales a day extra. Guys, it adds up over the time of year. So take this time. If you have extra time on your hands, take this time to review your listings on Amazon and see what you can do to improve it. And if you're not selling on Amazon, well, guys, that's this is a this is the time to, to start getting into it. If you've got some time, start educating yourself. I highly recommend the, the free Helium 10 Project X series on YouTube. Just type in Project X and Helium 10 in YouTube. You're going to get a great case study on bringing a product from zero to hero. I highly recommend the Freedom Ticket program. You can actually get started for free with no credit card on that. You know, Freedom Ticket is one of the most intensive training courses out there for Amazon sellers made by somebody who has sold millions of dollars on Amazon, Kevin King. So if you wanna start, get started today on educating yourself about Amazon, you can do that without even a credit card. Go to h10.me forward slash FT now. Now, anyways, let's get back to some coronavirus news and updates. One thing that a lot of sellers are worried about is it's taking longer lately for Amazon to deliver products. Like how many of you guys have bought something from Amazon lately and instead of being delivered the next day, it's being delivered like four days from now or five days from now where a lot of sellers are worried that, ah, oh man, there's going to be people who are going to cancel orders because they don't want to wait and maybe they're going to go to Best Buy. Now, that probably, first of all, is going to change because I think a lot of stores that maybe you would buy from now, like at shopping malls, they're all closed. Like, especially in California, that's the case. But it's a very valid worry. I myself am, am talking right now on a microphone I bought from Best Buy. Now, the reason I'm, I had to buy another microphone is because I'm having to record this at my house because, you know, we can't go to work right now here in California. 
And so I figured, all right, I'm just going to order just like my last one, one from Amazon. It'll deliver to me tomorrow. But it said it was going to deliver in four days. I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. I don't want to wait four days. So I just look at my local Best Buy, found it in stock and just went and bought it. So Amazon actually lost the sale because of the shipping delays. However, that being said, things are going to get better soon. I don't think there's going to be too many people who are going to be canceling their orders because of that. And also because of this, Amazon just went out and hired 100,000 workers that are going to be helping in their warehouse and for delivery to to meet this increasing demand. I mean, that's the very reason why there's a delay in shipping right now is because so many people are buying on Amazon. They just don't have enough people to process these orders or deliver them. So it's it's kind of a blessing in disguise. But again, don't worry too much about that. Things are going to get back to normal with shipping times. And and especially with more and more stores and retail outlets closing right now due to you know governmental decree, people aren't going to have a choice. They have to order from these e-commerce websites. Okay, let's talk about what was announced earlier this week that in the initially had worried a lot of Amazon sellers. There was the announcement that Amazon was going to prioritize only the essential products and that they were not going to allow any new shipments coming to FBA. Now, at first glance, that's like the end of the world. But if you read the fine print, it's actually not that bad. There's uh, six full categories of products that still you can send into Amazon, such as industrial and scientific, pet supplies, grocery, health and personal care, beauty. And there's one more, I forgot what it was, but it's not just some products that are considered essential, but any product in those categories, you can still send in to Amazon FBA. But the rest of it, first of all, this is only going to go for now through April 5th. So it's not that big of a deal. You know, nobody should be, I hope not at least, nobody should be running their inventory so close where that they only have three weeks of inventory. All right. So just to, just out of curiosity, I made a poll in the Helium 10 users Facebook group. And I said, you know, out of everybody who's, who is selling on Amazon right now, what does this new, like, I guess you can call it a temporary freeze. What does it mean for your business? And actually less than 10% said that they were going to run out of stock and just have to wait until the ban is released. Less than 10%. Almost everybody, it didn't really affect. They said that number one, hey, we've got plenty of inventory to last us through April 5th, so it's not going to be a problem. Another one, another bunch of people said, hey, no, we're still able to send product for our category, so it's not a problem. And then the third category of people said, yeah, we might run out, but we're just going to switch to fulfilled by merchant when that happens. And so we don't, we're not going to miss a beat either. So for those of you who don't know what fulfilled by merchant is, is, is you're shipping the product from your own garage or your own warehouse or your own office. And it's just not, it's not going to have a prime batch. Now, if that's not an option for you, a lot of people use three PL warehouses, third-party logistics. You can look at episode, I think it was like 10 or 11 of Project X, and you can see where we actually visited one of these third-party logistics, Creative, in, in Torrance, California, that we use for Project X. It's companies like that right now who are actually getting to capacity, probably, because a lot of people are hitting them up so that they can ship their orders for them one by one. So again, what a lot of people were flipping out about, the temporary freeze on some categories, it should not be that critical to you guys who had more than three weeks of inventory left. 
And a lot of people were wondering about, well, what if I already had an incoming shipment or I had created the shipping plan earlier and just hadn't shipped it yet? You also still are good to go. You still, you will be able to send those products in. So that's another thing that happened in the news this week and that a lot of people were worried about. But again, I'm telling you, it is not that bad. If you're wondering about how you can tell which of your products are affected by this inventory sending freeze, you can just go to your managed inventory filter out everything that is fulfilled by Amazon, just select everything on that page and and hit send replenishment order. And then right on the next page after after you set the just random quantities, you'll be able to see an error message next to the ones that are in categories where Amazon is not accepting shipments. And then the rest of them that don't have that error message, that means that you're still able to send those items into Amazon. So that, that can take you like two, three minutes to be able to see which ones of your products you can still send in. One thing not to do though, is if you notice that one thing or one product is not allowed to send into Amazon, don't go trying to change the category. Amazon specifically warned sellers about that, that do not try to change your category to one of the essential, quote unquote, essential categories. They will give you something a little bit harsher than just a slap on the wrist. So again, guys, it's too early to tell what the long-term repercussions of this whole thing are going to be. I mean, are are we going to go into a recession? You know, what is going to happen? There's plenty of speculation that we can do, but my suggestion is don't be a pessimist. You know, don't think of the worst. Think of the, the positive. And if you're an Amazon seller or thinking of being an Amazon seller, now is a great time to be one because I think e-commerce is going to have a lot stronger of a hold on the retail market in times like this. And and we're going to see that uh, as a growing trend, you know? So again, it's not the end of the world, whatever is going to happen. We know that e-commerce and Amazon sellers are probably some of the most uh, steady ones right now who are making money. And there's a lot of scared people out there. And if you're one of those scared people and you've been holding back on trying to diversify and learn about Amazon, again, now's the time to do it, you know, start learning about Amazon Start getting into it. You can start at any kind of you know price point you have. You only have $500. You only have $1,000. That's enough to, to be able to just get the hang of selling on Amazon. You, you've been saving up money. You got $5,000, $10,000. You know, maybe you're a, you're a school teacher who's going to be off of work for a few months. Uh, maybe you're an airplane pilot or a flight attendant who's not going to be working for a while. You got some money saved up. Well, hey, you guys are in a good spot at this time to get into Amazon. And then, yeah, when you do go back to work, guess what? Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be getting your regular salary and you're going to be getting this side hustle money because you started your Amazon business while you were at home instead of just Netflixing and chilling. All right. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are just staying at home and doing nothing. I want you guys who are not selling on Amazon yet to to be productive with some of your time. Nothing wrong with Netflix. You can Netflix and chill. You can Hulu and hang. You can Redbox and relax. Whatever you want to do is all good. But take a chunk out of the time and start learning about Amazon, whether it's watching Project X on YouTube or whether it's starting the freedom ticket by going to h10.me forward slash FT now. Whatever you are doing to learn about Amazon, dedicate yourself to it. And then don't just be fine with learning about Amazon. Be the kind of person who actually executes 
on what they are learning, guys. Trust me, you will not regret it. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And the main thing I want to share with you guys is that it's not a time to panic. It's not a time to stop selling on Amazon. It's not a time to stop learning on Amazon. If you haven't bought your first product yet, it's not a time to stop your product research. Now is still a great time to get into Amazon. So I hope that's what you guys are able to do. And those of you who are already selling, I hope you guys continue. But most importantly, I hope you guys all stay in good health during this health scare. And I'll see you in the Helium 10 Users Facebook group or in the next podcast episode. See you guys later. Quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. 